0: FOMO, fear of missing out. It's a phrase that I think we most commonly associate with Generation Z, maybe the millennials, of the the things that their friends are doing, that they, they have this fear of missing out on the action of what's going on online and they always need to be connected, all these things, right? That's usually what we think of when we think of FOMO or the fear of missing out. But there is a FOMO, a fear of missing out in investing that trap many of us. And in this information overload that we have, we get so much information, so many opportunities, so many things we could be investing in a strategies we could be following, thought leaders that we could be going after that we often fear that we are missing out on something great. Is there some investment opportunity, something somebody else is doing that we're not doing, some great result, some great return that they're getting that we are not, and is there something we should be doing? Should we be changing our investments? Should we be changing our strategy? Should we be getting into these things? And the fear of missing out can lead many of us into a trap. There's also a fear of missing out that is required for us to be long-term successful Investors, and we'll get to that later. But first, let's talk about the bad kind of FOMO. There's a bad kind of FOMO and a good kind of FOMO, and we'll talk about both. So first, let's understand the the bad kind of FOMO, right? And there's a few a uh, few factors that lead to this FOMO. The first one is social proof, right? In that we tend to look for guidance and what we should be doing by looking at what other people are doing. What, what, what are they doing? And, and should we be following along? So social, social proof is a powerful intrinsic motivator for a lot of us or extrinsic motivator to do certain things. Info, uh, information overload is another one. Again, we talked about this before, but there's so much coming at us, so much from social media, from news, from outlets, from podcasts, from all these things. And they're all saying different things. And so we can often get overwhelmed by this the total just flow of information and it can make us choose to try to to try to try do something else so that we're we're missing out on something and, and it's all because we're just overloaded. And the last one is regret aversion, right? That we often will try to do things in the now because we're trying to avoid regretting things later. And so it's not so much about how do we feel now, but we think that, hey, if we don't do this, if we miss out on this, then later on, we're going to regret it. We're going to regret not taking this opportunity, not making that investment, not doing this or that, and so we want to avoid that, and therefore we go with the flow. And the consequences of FOMO and in investing can be bad, right? You know, herd mentality, right? If FOMO can have us follow after the crowd, causing us to join in at the tops of bubbles or jump out at the bottoms of bear markets. And these emotional investing, these emotional decisions caused by this herd mentality can make us take some of the largest mistakes that are out there a lot of the four horsemen that we talk about all the time on this podcast are brought about by that herd mentality uh, emotional decision-making, right? Again, FOMO often drives us to make emotion-based decisions instead of strategy or logic-based decisions, which can, again, turn into all kinds of issues. And then lastly, over-trading, right? We can be constantly you know, chasing returns, constantly trying to do the next thing because we fear missing out and we're constantly, and because we can't stick to one strategy. Over the long-term, we keep jumping around, fearing that we're missing out on the best thing that's out there. So how, how do we manage this bad FOMO, right? How do we get, stay away from this fear so that we can be successful? Well, and of course, we talk about this stuff all the time, but setting clear goals and strategies. What are you actually trying to do? Begin with the end in mind. What, what do we, what, why are we investing? For what purpose? And, and how do we make a plan to get there, right? Setting those goals and those strategies to get there. Uh, number two, we can diversify our portfolio, right? We don't want all of our eggs in one basket. We want to spread across our risk and our investments across multiple different sectors. So that even when one is doing well, we're probably in it, great. So we don't have to have that fear of missing out because we do have some participation in there, but we also don't have to have all of our eggs in one thing that could be taken out. we don't need to speculate. We have everything that we know is good long-term and we are spread across all those things. So even if one is doing well and others are doing bad, it kind of averages out in the end. I'm sorry. Oh, come on. Third, we can stay informed, but discerning, right? And it is important to stay informed. I hope that's why you're listening to this podcast, right? To increase your knowledge of financial planning. So you want to stay informed, but you have to be discerning because most of the financial information that's out there is just noise. It's just noise. It's just distraction. It's just people trying to sell you their product or something else. And, and so we need to stay informed, but we need to be discerning about the sources that we use for our information. Uh, number four, having a plan and sticking to it. Right, We talk about this all the time. Make a plan, stick to the plan, stay the course. It's the constant, constant mantra around here because everything else is constantly trying to get you to change. And so we need to have a plan, sticking to it, and that, you know, knowing that we're on the right track, right? If you, if you don't have a plan, and you're just kind of going through life, then it's very easy to let FOMO steer you wherever way it wants to go. But if we have a plan, it's much easier to no longer fear missing out on something else, because you know that your plan is working. Number five, avoid impulsive decisions, right? Before we do any investing, we're going to really dig into it, dig in with your financial planner, dig into all those things. Don't You don't just watch a TikTok video or, or see a news article and, and hear one thing like, wow, that sounds really good and jump right into it. We want to avoid those impulses. Again, having a plan, sticking to it helps with all these. And lastly, mental discipline, right? Training yourself to recognize and manage those emotional responses. Know when you are making a decision based on fear or based on euphoria and that both of those are almost always bad decisions. And So let's let's avoid those as well. So that's the bad kind of FOMO, the kind that leads us to emotional decision making, to chasing returns, to getting destroyed by the four horsemen. But there's actually a good kind of FOMO. There's a required fear of missing out in investing that you must have if you want to be a successful investor. Right? And 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 again, you know, most up to this point, we've been trying to avoid the speculative fads, right? Everyone's getting rich on Bitcoin or the ARK fund or this or that, and we fear missing out on those gains. And so we jump in and jump on the bandwagon and, and those are all bad things, right? But what about those of us who already have a diversified equity portfolio, who already have a plan and are sticking to it to help reach our goals? How How can FOMO actually help us? Well, here it is, right? To be a successful investor, you must have the fear of missing out on the next 100% advance in the value of your co-owned companies. Let me say that again. To be a successful investor, you must have the fear of missing out on the next 100% advance in the value of your co-owned companies. So let me tell you a quick story, right? Uh, The Great Recession, right, bottomed out in March of 2009. So if we go from calendar years like January of 2009 through December of 2015 it's a 7 year period the S&P 500 gained 120% okay. so then we're going into 2016 so, the market's up 120%. But you're going in 2016, and that was a contentious election year, right? We're not gonna get into it, but we all know what, what that was. And, and so, after seven years of increases, many people thought, hey, we're due for another market drop, right? The market tends to drop every five or so years, and it's been seven years of not going straight up. Um, so, we're probably in for another market drop. And, you know, election year is probably a good year to do that. And so, they feared missing out on keeping their current balances. They didn't want to to lose what they'd already done. And so many people went to cash and bonds to preserve that money. Well, over the next seven years, from January 2016 through December 2022, the value of the S&P 500 grew 106%. So folks who feared another 20 to 25% temporary decline in the value of their equities missed out on a 100% Permanent advance. Right, and two quick side notes on the story, right? For, for those seven years, the SP 500 actually went up 134% with dividends reinvested. We're gonna, we're gonna focus only on the price since price volatility is what we see and mostly what we feel when we have emotions around investing. So just the price went up 106%, right? And, and over this period, you know, this period ends in 2022, which was a down year, right? It actually took five years to hit 100 percent advance reaching that at the end of 2020 right even in the middle of a global pandemic it was up 98 percent in five years but it kept going in 2021 and then kind of reset in 2022 and but still over that seven year period it's the same seven years that we use from 2016 to 20 uh, or from 20, 2009 to 2016. So I want to use the same period but either way it's a hundred percent advance and I'm excited to see how this turns out now over the course of 2023. And so here's the thing, right? It's very natural to fear a 20% decline in the value of your equity portfolio. Part of being a successful investor is realizing that 20 to 40% declines are common as dirt. They happen every every five or so years, and it's natural to have this fear of investing. But rather than stifling our fear, what we wanna do is we wanna aim it in the right direction. Thus, a crucial component to the investor mentality we must adopt is this. We must fight the fear of missing out on a 25% temporary decline with the fear of missing out on a 100% permanent advance. right, we must fight the fear of enduring or being invested through a 25% temporary decline with the fear of missing out on a 100% permanent advance. And that is the greater risk, right? The greater risk is that we're going to miss out on that advance, not that we will be invested through a temporary decline. And so the fear of missing out on investing is a common and potent emotion that significantly impacts a lot of people's decisions. And while FOMO can lead to good opportunities in some cases, most of the time it's a bad FOMO that leads to impulsive decisions that have detrimental consequences to you and your finances. But there's one good kind, the fear of missing out on the permanent advance of equities should keep us invested through thick and thin so that we can realize those fabulous long-term gains of being co-owners in the best businesses in the world. I hope that helps in just building your mentality and staying invested. Stay the course. We'll see you next week. Cheers. If you enjoyed that, you would love being part of our free membership community. It's called Retire Membership and there's a host of benefits all for free. For example, you can always buy my book, 3D Retirement Income, on Amazon. But if you join us at Retire Membership, we will send you either a hard copy or paperback for free, provide the ebook and the audiobook so that you can listen to it if you don't have time to read it. In addition to that, we'll also provide you with a bunch of content that you can't get anywhere else. For example, we have our quarterly Retire Mentorship Magazine which comes out quarterly and has no ads whatsoever. It's just timely content to help you stay the course. We also have workbooks for our free online workshop to help you get the most out of those. Flowcharts to help you make better decisions and a weekly email to provide timely content that you can unsubscribe from at any time.